0: Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. Hi, I'm Alex Molden, and you're listening to the Shark Effect podcast where we help athletes use their character brand and influence to create a life of impact. And so what we're going to do is take a 360-degree look at anger. It's a powerful emotion. And for many of us, we don't know how to control it. And it can put us in difficult situations where we can lose everything. So that's what we coach you on today. I'm going to share different stories that has happened to me in my life and also in the lives of others. You're going to pick up some critical tools that can help you dissect and manage this powerful emotion. All right, here we go. Again, right. oh, it's up by Alex Welcome to the Shark Effect podcast. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm an NFL veteran of eight years, and now I'm an author, leadership and personal development coach, and international speaker. In this podcast, you will learn strategies to get unstuck in life and find your influence. You will hear inspirational and value-packed stories from former and current elite-level athletes, successful entrepreneurs, and experts in the field of personal development. My mission is to help former elite-level athletes find their identity and utilize their influence to create a life of impact. You know, for, for many of us, anger is an emotion that we really don't dive into we don't we really don't think about it at a deeper level until it's too late and for me back in 1992 back in the day 1992 actually no i take that back it was 19 yeah yeah i'm sorry it was 1992 i had already spent my first year at the university of oregon and i was coming home during the summer break and when I came home I was spending time with my mom and my stepdad right and my brother was there as well well you know my my, my mom she was an alcoholic my stepdad he was an alcoholic and he was abusive and when I was home in one particular time he was getting um, aggressive, right? He had been drinking for the better part of the day. And I was there. And when I heard him being aggressive to my brother, and he was a smaller, he was smaller than my stepdad. He was being a, you know, aggressive. And he was downstairs in the basement. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it, I just heard. And then when I heard some tumbling and some rumbling, I flipped the switch like I I, I saw red and I sprinted down the stairs. I almost ran over my mom. I think I did run over my mom and I went down these stairs. I flew down the stairs and I started to beat the living shit out of my stepdad. Like I could have killed him with my bare hands. And finally, after I was, you know, I knocked him down to the ground, and I jumped on him, and I, just, you know, I just blacked out. And finally, my my brother had pulled me off of him, and you know, there was blood everywhere and and whatnot. But I I lost control, and when I snapped out of that, I was scared because I saw what losing control, what anger could do. And I pretty much with football, I kept I was able to keep that that anger bottled up and and put it in a container and I can let it out. Not all of it, but out on the football field, it was controlled anger. Not everybody has that that capability. And I could have lost it all like I I could have lost my scholarship. I could have went to jail. I mean, I could have lost it all. I, I just had a little restraining order put, put on me. So I was at home. I had to sleep over my buddy's house for two weeks. And then I could come back home. But by then I was like, that's it. I'm going back to college because I can't be in this environment. I don't want to see myself in that in that look again. I don't want to be in that environment. Because I know I, now I knew what that could push me to. Now, you know, years before, I was younger, I was smaller. And it was the same thing with my with my real dad. But I couldn't, I didn't have the the size or the mentality to stand up to him when he acted out. But now I could, and that was scary. And I say that because a lot of us, we don't think of the ramifications. We don't think of what... The worst part of ourselves, when that is unleashed, what does that look like? What are the ramifications? Until it's too late. Either we do something, we harm somebody, whether it's at home, we say something, or we, we do something in a public environment or even at work, and then we're lost. We don't have a job, or we're put on executive leave, whatever you want to call it. But we need to do a better job of thinking about what is the worst thing that can happen and then what is the best thing that can happen, right? We all, we, I know for me, I just look at what's the best thing. No, nah, what's the worst thing that can happen in this environment? What's the worst thing that can happen with this relationship, especially if you start to get to know somebody and the character that they possess, in every environment. A couple of weeks ago, I'm at my 13-year-olds' football game, and they're up against a pretty good team. And I think um, the other team was—I think they have one loss—and we were undefeated. It was a tense game. They were—they were big, big guys, and there was something that happened. And on the sideline, one of the dads was on a chain gang. And on a chain gang, you know, you're know, you supposed to be, you're an extension of the referee. Your job is to just move the chains, flip the, the yard marker or the down marker, and that's it. You don't have any input. You can't talk, you can't say anything, you can't cheer, cheer on, you gotta be just neutral. Well, one of the referees had heard something i guess i was in the stands but one of the referees had heard something and from one of the chain gang and he said hey you know you're gonna have to be quiet you can't can't talk you can't cheer you can't i don't know if it was a timeout that he might have heard or or what but he reprimanded one of the dads and one of the dads he said hey it wasn't me and he was like oh well whatever it just needs to be quiet It, it, it wasn't me so then he spoke to our coach and then the coach turned to the dad on the chain gang and was, hey, just, you know, make sure we just keep it, keep it down. Hey, but it wasn't me. And he kept elevating. So now their head referee comes over and asks, what's the problem? And then the other referee pointed to him He said, hey, it's this guy. He can't, you know, he needs to be quiet on the sidelines on the chain gang. And once again, it wasn't me referee the head ref tells him hey if you can't control yourself you got to go in the stands so now this dad is now he is pissed he slams down the yard marker tells he curses at both referees so now he's not he's not kicked out of the of the game and put in the stands no now he's kicked out of the whole game out the stadium our our team gets penalized 15 yards our team mom has to come down and kind of cool this dad off and walk him to his car and the whole time he's still screaming it wasn't me now he's now it's really elevated where the the, the head of the the uh, you know the football committee now he's threatening to call the police now I ask you and I look at it from a different lens I don't just look at things just from my point of view. I look at it from others. I look at it in every every situation now. It's like, man, what is he saying to the way he's acting? How is that affecting his son who's on the football team? How does that make the whole team look and feel? What about their coaches? What about the parents? How does that make us feel and look? I tell you what, I look at this man differently and come to find out this ain't his first time. It happened before. And on the way home, I'm talking to my son and he was like, man, can you believe that, dad? I was like, yeah, that happens. When you lose control, bad things can happen when you lose control of your emotions, especially the emotion of anger. And so we talked about it, like who did it affect? Who could? And then I said, but he can turn this failure into a positive. And I asked him, how do you think he can do that? He said, he can apologize. Yes, he absolutely can. He has a choice. He can use it. He can use this, this negative to a positive. He can make it work for him and make it a learning experience for everyone. But he did not do that. If he would have, I would say in something like that in a public environment, you have to go to the team and the coaches. You have to apologize. Not an email, not a text. You got to go and apologize for your actions. Now to the parents. Yeah, maybe a text message, maybe a cup of coffee or whatever, maybe an email. But you need to apologize. No matter if it was if it was you or if it was right or wrong, how you acted, that's your responsibility. You are control of yourself. But no, he did not do any of those things. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, he blamed some of the coaches and the other guys on the chain gang for not having his back. For not having his back. So he still did not take responsibility for his actions. That's crazy. He's a grown man. What is he telling his children? I don't know. But he has a choice, he had a choice. To make it right emotions we're filled with emotions and I don't think it's if you try to cover them up try to be a robot what type of person are you but when you have these different emotions whether it's right or wrong whether it's fair or not you have control over what happens next I had control over what happened next. When I almost killed my father-in-law, I left. And I said, you know what? I can't be in this situation. I said, mom, I can't be here because if something like that happened again and I saw it, I didn't even see, I heard it and I flipped. And it wasn't right. I was wrong. The same thing with this dad. It wasn't right. He was wrong. Make sure that your emotions and how you go about dealing with them, there are other implications that can happen. You can hurt more than yourself or your reputation. You can hurt everybody who is involved. As a matter of fact, that dad, he hurt The coach, possibly. Because when you look at it, when you look at it, despite how you feel, that dad is not the only one responsible. The head coach of that youth football team, he was responsible. Because he is the person in the position of leadership. And everything falls from underneath him. That means... He needs to know the character of everybody that he deals with, whether it's the other coaches, whether it's the chain gang, his players, they all are extension of that person who's in charge, who's the leader. He should have known the character of that gentleman. And if he didn't jive with him and his, with the coach's um, code of conduct, with how he wanted everybody to, you know, interact. How it, whatever that looked like, that coach philosophy, team environment, the environment, he can, he can control that. And if he saw that early on, like it started, it starts from day one. What you will tolerate and what you want. It starts from day one. It's like a contract. And if you tell these these people, whether it's the players, the other coaches, anybody who's going to be involved, who's going to be on the sideline, this is what it takes. If you can't maintain this way of acting, then you you can't be involved with the program because it falls on the head coach. That person who in the position of leadership. Because that head coach he got a letter, he almost got disqualified for our last game of the season because of the way somebody else on the the sideline acted. So if you're in a position of leadership, you need to know the character of everybody in different types of environments. And I suggest like from day one, you need to have, what does it take? What is the parameters that you will deal with? What is that code of conduct? What are the standards in stick bio? Alright. Well that's it for the Shark Effect. Um I appreciate you guys tuning in, you know, from all over the world, and I look forward to serving you in the future. Yo, what's up? So check this out. If you like today's episode, I want you to do a couple of things. Number one, I want you to subscribe to the show and I want you to give it a rating. Five stars are dope. We love those. And then give it a review. And so I'm saying this not for selfish reasons, but it's to help us all out. The more ratings that we get and and the more reviews that we get, the bigger, more impactful guests that I can get on the show. And so, you know, it's a win win for everyone. But it starts with you giving a review, rating it, and sharing it. All right? So if you can do that, we can all have a greater or make a better, greater impact. All right? So until next time, keep aligning, assigning, and adjusting to the person that you want to become. All right. So if you got some value from today's episode and you're looking for the next step, well, here it is. I want you to subscribe to our Facebook group it's called the shark effect group and when you get in you'll be linked up with some other former elite level athletes and they'll be there sharing some actionable steps and advice to get you to where you want to go because they are there they are where you want to go Uh, they're fighting to get further and so you can get some some value from just joining a group and it's free so you don't have to worry about anything like that about paying but I suggest If you're looking for the next steps to get to where you want to go and have a life of impact and purpose, because you are set apart, former elite level athletes, you are different and you need to be able to learn how to use your influence to benefit you. So I want you to go over to the Facebook group and join it and join it today. It's here. Finally. My book, the ultimate playbook for high achievement, you can get it on Amazon and the uh, paper, paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an, in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking to, to transition, what, whether you were an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever. If you're looking to transition into something different. This book can help you. I break it down. And I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter, developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there you know, that covers topics that that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure, check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.